1: And I hope they'll be useful for you. Can an ovarian cyst cause IVF failure? Unlikely. Depends on what the cyst is, because there's a whole. I mean, there are a variety. So endometriotic cysts are certainly associated with a reduced uh, IVF success rate. Simple cysts that don't produce hormones, um, usually they're hangovers from a previous cycle where ovulation occurred, but the, the follicle didn't collapse they don't cause any problem. And and that's probably the commonest one we see. Those are ones that produce hormones, uh, which are carryovers, again, of the previous cycle, and they keep producing progesterone and and estrogen. They certainly can interfere with an IVF cycle. And I certainly, when I do early bloods and find high levels and the cyst, I would abandon that cycle and wait for things to settle down. Here's one for male infertility patients. Does masturbation cause low sperm count? No. If you, well, there's two, there's two bits of that, two answers to that. One is I talked earlier about DNA fragmentation, and there is some research that suggests that frequent masturbation reduces DNA fragmentation because you're basically clearing out. Sperm to be hanging around in the testicle for a while. In relation to uh, sperm numbers, it, the evidence is that if you've got a good sperm count, it's not going to change things very much. Perhaps if you have a low sperm count, maybe it reduces it to a lower, slightly lower level, which is more significant if you start with a low sperm count. Next question: I think you've covered this quite a bit, Prof. Uh, the best IVF protocol for low ovarian reserve. All right. Okay. No one knows the answer to that question and it may may well be that for different women different regimes do better than others or probably more likely is that from month to month the number of eggs that are ready to be stimulated uh, varies so that uh, what if you do one sort of treatment in one cycle you change the next cycle and the number of eggs increase it probably wasn't the change in the, in the protocol is probably that this month was better than last month in terms of eggs required. But people have tried all sorts of things. The standard regime in Australia at the moment for an IVF cycle is what's called a short protocol using an antagonist uh, to, to suppress ovulation. In the old days, we used something called a long down regulation where we used an agonist to suppress ovulation. Some people believe that that agonist protocol is better than an antagonist protocol for low ovarian reserve. There've been studies looking at it; they are inconclusive. There's something called a flare cycle, where you start on day one of your period with an agonist, in the hope that the stimulation of your of your own FSH as well as the FSH that's been given will improve the numbers of eggs produced at the end of the day. Again. No scientific evidence that it's better than the standard protocols. Adjuvants, what can we add in that might improve the cycle? I've already talked about DHEA, CoQ10. Some people talk about growth hormone, but it's very expensive and the randomized studies are not conclusive that it makes any difference. I certainly don't use it. There's some games that some people, some specialists are, are playing, giving estrogen, giving higher FSH doses, lower FSH doses. Everyone's got their little pet um, because they've had one or two successes. But those successes are almost certainly related to the intermenstrual variation, the intercycle variation of the number of eggs that are available when you have a low ovarian reserve.